0: Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Mr. Cleveland.
1: Happy Holidays to you, Big Cam. How's everything?
0: Oh, man, it's, uh, everything is lovely, man. Another fantastic week. We got week 16 of the Voice of the Fan show. I hope you and your family are enjoying a wonderful holiday season. Let's get it started. Sir, we had another great week of football, man. Seattle Seahawks surprised the Chiefs up there. Ravens upset the Chargers. Eagles continue to roll. Saints outlast the Steelers. Which game was most surprising to you?
1: I would have to say the Seattle Seahawks uh, able to handle the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it was, you know, somewhat of a must-win situation for them um, going into the, uh, you know, the the last week of the season, um, kind of a do-or-die, and they definitely handled handled the Chiefs. They handled the time in possession. Um, Russell Wilson matched Patrick Mahomes throw for throw. Um, oh, I was wait, extremely wait, wait. Wait, wait. I was extremely impressed with what it was that they were able to do. Throw, throw. Seattle's now in the playoffs and you know a, a legitimate uh, you know Super Bowl contender.
0: Throw, throw for throw. He matched Patrick Mahomes. Throw for throw. Yes, sir. You were going good when when you had the kept him off the field. The offensive running game, um, the good game plan that Pete Carroll came in there with was excellent game plan, and they almost manhandled the the Chiefs. In in some in some instances, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Russell Wilson match Patrick Mahomes throw for throw. Nonetheless, I thought it was a great game for the Seahawks, and they are playing tremendously inspired football. And it, it's it's impressive to see a team like this. Um, I was I was off my chair the, a few weeks ago as the Dallas Cowboys smacked around the New Orleans Saints, but they weren't able to. Con- um, consistently continue that 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 form of play. The Seahawks are continuing this form of play throughout the season. I think it's been week four, uh, excuse me, with six since they've just been playing lights out. And um, kudos to those guys for doing it. But what about your Chargers, man? Phillip Rivers, your MVP candidate, loses to Lamar Jackson in the running Baltimore Ravens. You want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure, I actually did predict that one because I expect the week of the season to be somewhat of a helter skelter type of situation, pretty topsy turvy. So I wasn't particularly surprised that the Ravens, uh, playing for their playoff lives, and the Chargers, somewhat playing with uh, house money, um, were going to perhaps squander the opportunity to kind of take control of the uh, of the AFC West. So I wasn't really that surprised with that outcome. However, I still think the Chargers. Uh, you have a legitimate chance, you know, to, to do some things in the playoffs, but not surprised by the outcome
0: of that game. So you're you not surprised the Chargers will lose some more Ravens with the chance to win, get a buy, a playoff buy. But you think in the playoffs, you get, you're get you confident that they can get a W.
1: Correct, yes.
0: Yeah, that's what Both of saying. those.
1: Bo- exactly, both of those, yes.
0: Exactly why I'm winning the pick segment this season. Um, what do you think about the Eagles and the the Eagles and Nick Foles, man? We talked a little bit about earlier with Mister Smith, or excuse me, we'll talk about it in a, in a moment with Mister Smith. But the Eagles and Nick Foles, I'm I'm pretty impressed by what they play. You tell me what about the Steelers and the, your thoughts on the Steelers and the Saints?
1: Uh, the Steelers had numerous opportunities to win that game. Um, the Steelers showed what their what their strength and weaknesses are that they've displayed this entire season, uh, the gift and the curse um, at times they can blow the best teams in the league out for two and a half, three quarters. And for whatever reason they left their, they let their foot off the gas. Um, they, they make costly turnovers at costly times. Um, they're, they're a frustrating team to watch because when they're doing their thing, you, you see the potential. Uh, they, they beat the Patriots. they, they had the Saints, uh, you know, on death's doorstep. There, they, they they've played that the, the, the Chargers tough. They've played some other teams really, really tough. And at the end, they just don't they just don't do enough to win. And they make too many mistakes that that cost them. So, um, I still think that they, you know they're going to make the playoffs.
0: Oddly enough, but um, they're hard to depend on long term yeah that they've been shaky they've kind of been up and down all season you know i call I, as you know um the Steelers I called for Tom's job week six, then week ten, he turned it around, had those guys back in, in or him back in action, and it just is is not sustainable appears to me so i'm um, a little bit more disappointed in them um and if the Ravens get a win this week, they get a chance to to edge them out um. To edge them out of edge out of the playoffs, and that and that'll be pretty interesting to see how that how that shakes out. Um, and Oakland's last game in oak o- the Raiders' last game in Oakland. Um, as, as it stands now, the, they don't have a contract to play in Oakland next season. They don't have a contract to play. The stadium's not ready in in Las Vegas. Um, the Raiders don't have a home moving into as as the this moment next uh, to play in next season. What is your thoughts on the Raiders? Uh,
1: My thoughts are that it's uh, tragic and and very sad that the legacy of the Oakland Raiders had to end this way. Um, It was a very acrimonious split to begin with, uh, with Mark Davis picking up and moving to, uh, to Vegas, um, not really giving Oakland a, a, a legitimate chance to, to keep their team and just kind of understanding the uh, you know, the bad taste in, in both of their mouths at this point, I, I find it hard to believe that they can come to some type of agreement, even for a season to, uh, to have the Raiders in there. So look for them to do some type of uh, impromptu move for a season. And, you know, Raider fans travel pretty thick. So, so long as they kind of stay on the West coast, uh, that southwest area, they should be fine, but I, I do believe that they played their last game in Oakland.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's an interesting scenario. Um, if, oh, if they do stay in Oakland and, and pay the rent for another season in in the city of Oakland, the city of Oakland is likely going to use that same money to turn around and sue the team to try to keep them there. Um, and so it's a, a very interesting and um. A very multifaceted situation that they're in. Going into our week uh, week in review, our pick confidence picks there. Uh, fifteen for fifteen was a uh, senior cam. Tennessee, Minnesota, New Orleans, Chicago, and the Rams won. You missed on Miami. Um,
1: Don't know what I was thinking with that one. Yeah, uh, I think I've just been listening to the voice of the fans too long and getting <laughs> some bad intel, some bad information. I mean, I thought that they could beat a you know a, a woeful team uh you know what I'm saying in the in the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, but apparently I was wrong, so yeah that that being my fault okay? I'll, I'll take full responsibility for uh for thinking for thinking that the three o five could come up with anything when I needed them <laughs> you know that
0: it sickens me but i but thank you for the two points <laughs> um that gave me a w uh, for this week and for the year going into the final season. I'm up uh, 76% to 73%, and we'll see uh, how, how we finish things out here. This week had the picks. Um, I did have Miami winning, as you did. As you just mentioned, they lost Kansas City over Seattle. Surprises both. I had Tennessee over Washington. You had Baltimore beating the uh, Chargers as they did. I had Cleveland beating Cincinnati. Now, pick your Mayfield. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm already full. Of, I'm already had enough of this guy. Um, what, what's your thoughts on Baker Mayfield? He's a good quarterback. Yes, he is. Um, he, he comes. He has. has the right attitude, the chip on his shoulder. I mean, he, he he can throw a hell of a seam ball. Um, but the the cockiness. I mean, come on, dude, settle down. You're you're, you're one of a uh, fifteen hundred guys that goes through the league. So settle down. What, what's your thoughts on him? Well, he definitely has the, uh,
1: the personality, like you're saying, the personality, makeup and temperament for handling uh, a difficult situation in the, uh, the rebirth of the Cleveland Browns uh, with regards to uh, his, you know, ongoing running, you know, feud with Hugh Jackson. I think that's probably a little bit more deep rooted than people are thinking. I think that he's seen the success that they've had under Greg Williams, just kind of tweaking a thing or two here or there. Um, I, you know, he may be wondering, like, exactly what, you know, what what was happening before. You know, why why couldn't things, you know, kind of taking this this path a little sooner? And you know, I think he's being a little childish with regards to Hugh Jackson taking a job with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, the place that he left prior to going to Cleveland. And you know, you can never really fault someone for trying to stay gamefully employed in the NFL. It's not an easy place to be. So with regards to uh, how he feels about that, you know, I don't know, but the staring down and all that, you know, that's just, you know, part of his uh, mystique, his swagger, you know, going forward, you know, Uh, Johnny Manziel 2.0. Let's see if he can, uh, you know, back it up. Let's see if he can, uh, you know, know, talk and talk and walk the walk.
0: We'll see. Well, he he is a good quarterback, and is you know is, it looks like it appears that he he works hard enough off the field to be good on the field, and and that's sustainable. So we'll 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 keep monitoring the situation. But the the Browns have a chance to um, get a W this week and go into the seas, go into the um, off season with a winning record, first time in a long time they've done that. Um, so let me see where where we at Dallas, uh, Dallas over Tampa Bay. We had Indy over the Giants, which was um, again they came they had to come back in that game, but they did come back nonetheless, and that was a good W. Houston over uh, Houston lost to the Eagles. Are you worried about Houston moving forward, um, or that was a uh, more credit goes to the Eagles in that game?
1: Definitely more credit goes to the Eagles in that game. Houston trying to win on the road. I'm not nearly as desperate as, as the Eagles were. Um, I'm a little, I've always been a little bit concerned with the running game um, at times. It, 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 uh, it appears for, you know, a, a second or two, but uh, you know, I need to see a little bit more from them to kind of, you know, give the offense some balance um, the common, you know, the, the chemistry between you know, Rashawn Watson and J. Andre Hopkins is, you know, brilliant. Uh, you know, JJ Watt, you know, Returning to his old form, to Davian Clowney, Whitney Merciless over there. I, you know, I'm okay with their defense. What Romeo can uh, you know, cook up for you? So yeah, I'm not too concerned.
0: with them. Uh, definitely a better win for the Eagles. Okay, we had we agreed on the Falcons beating the Cardinals, or excuse me, the Falcons beating the Panthers. We agreed on the Rams beating the Cardinals. Uh, San Francisco, do you have any confidence in San Francisco? You you did last week for some reason had confidence in San Francisco beating the the Bears. I want to know if you, are you confident San Francisco could beat the Rams? we move was just kind of skip a segment, right? You we'll skip right on ahead. Well,
1: sure I am. You know, it's the last game of the season. You know, the Rams have a little something to play for. Um, but you mentioned, you know, McVeigh is you know a definite proponent of resting his players. Um, I, I I don't think that they're taking the game too seriously. You know, San Francisco is probably looking at it as, you know, somewhat like their Super Bowl. This is the last time they're going to play all year. So, you know, some players are out there auditioning, trying to see, you know, if they can make this team next year. Some, you know, some players got some things to prove. Uh, and, you know, quiet as kept. That Chicago game was a lot tougher than a lot of people thought. Uh, and Chicago actually could have lost that game a few different times. So, you know, I would not be 100% surprised if the 49ers lost that game. Um, given, you know, what's on the line and, you know, how many likes the rest of his players. But, yeah, at the same time, you know, all things being equal, uh, the Rams should win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers got it. um
0: Okay, all in all, uh, 12, win- 12 wins to seven, Cam. You did win in the confidence, and excuse me, p- points against the spread this week. Uh, so How'd I do in you- that? You-, you won three to two. You won three to two. You're still behind in the year, buddy uh
1: 60, oh, so I was one hundred percent for the week. Yes,
0: hundred percent. Okay, the, thank yes, you, yes. thank. Okay, okay. That's want I just for to the, point that out. For the season, you are behind fifty-six percent to my sixty-two percent in the in the picks against the spread, and for the season, you are behind sixty-two percent to sixty-one percent in the overall picks. So right now, I got a trifecta going into the last week of the season. um you know, folks, let, I, I know you don't want to stick around for the picks against uh, for my picks whippings every week, but nonetheless, it's something we do. We track our progress. And, uh, you know, Cleveland's, uh, what do you say, assault? Cleveland's been taking a whooping here for the last few few weeks or a few seasons, actually. Nonetheless, we have our guest host, Dave, the sports guy, Smith, who's joining us formerly of NBC Sports Radio. Uh, give us a money, to get on the line, folks, and we'll be re- right back
2: with you. We have our special
0: guest, Dave, the sports guy Smith, well-respected sports announcer with a lot of uh, years of experience. Mr. Smith, how you doing?
3: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm fantastic. Did you enjoy your uh, Christmas?
3: Well, I was working. I was working about eight hours at the NBC Sports Radio, so uh, yeah, I-, I enjoyed that. <laughs>
0: well, there was a lot. To, there was a lot to talk about, you know. Uh, somebody came down with a little groin injury. That had some upsets in the in the NBA, but. Um, we had some pretty good games so over the weekend, so I know you had a lot to talk about, including uh, the Saints and the Steelers. Let's start, let's start with that one. Um, we think about that game, and I early in the season, I was calling for Tomlin's job. He kind of He kind of came back late in the season to win a couple games to get those guys re, re-energized and re-motivated. What do you think of the Steelers in their season, and it doesn't look like they're going to get in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, they're going to need a lot of help uh, in this last weekend to get in I- that that fake punt that he tried you know the Steelers were up four and they were on the Saints 35 yard line with four minutes to go uh you know that I, I like the fact that he was going to go for it there because on the other team's 35 uh what are your choices you can try a field goal but if you miss it then Drew Brees gets the ball around midfield uh, with a chance to beat you when you're only up four I, I don't like putting from the 35 that's too close so I like going for it because if you convert there and get a touchdown you're up 11 and you can close them out but I hated the fake punt. I, you know, you've got Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. You're paying both of these guys a couple hundred million dollars. That's what yep. you're paying them for to make plays like that. Uh, that's I leave the offense on the field and put the ball in Big Ben's hands and go. I mean, they're they're paying those two guys, not Roosevelt Mix, uh, to run right. up the middle. Exactly. exactly. I, I don't I, get it.
0: I'm kind of in agreement with you. Um, yeah, give it to your give it to the you know what's the old saying? Got to go to the, dance with the one
2: you brought. Who brought yeah. The- um, and he, 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 you're right. He made it very eloquent. You're not paying the Roosevelt Knicks to get you that first down in that situation. I, that I'd never
3: happy. heard of I'd never heard of Roosevelt Knicks before that play in my life. I had no idea who he was, and they're they're giving him the ball on the most important play of the season with the playoffs on the line.
2: Yeah, Cleveland, you would you agree that's pretty ludicrous there, right? I definitely would. I mean, it's one of those plays where it's you, you're a genius if you make it, and you know you you wear the dust cap if you don't. But, uh, you know, the Steelers' chance of making the playoffs is a little slim. They have to win their game against Cincinnati, and uh, the Ravens have to lose their game. But uh, do you think that Mike Tomlin's job depends on whether the, whether the Steelers make the playoffs or not? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe with another organization. But, but the
3: Steelers are uh, um, they're just going for consistency. Between Chuck Knoll and Bill Cowher and Tomlin now, what's that, 1969 to about 50 years now they've had three coaches. So, they don't like to make coaching changes, and I think I think mean, Tomlin's bought himself some goodwill with the with the Super Bowl win. But yeah, um, I don't I don't think he can take another season or two of not making the playoffs. I, I think he can buy himself some time with this one because, well, the Steelers just don't make coaching changes. They they, they like continuity, they like consistency, and they like uh, keeping the same coach around for a long time.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in continuity and consistency. And you're, you're right, the, tri- the Steelers have that track record. Keeping their head coach it, it is proven. But they make a lot of bonehead mistakes. For a veteran team, they, they consistently make bonehead mistakes. And I don't, who else would you blame it on? Um, if they're not getting the guys in order and lining them up. And then plays like this where you're, you're not using the guys to, to the, putting them in their best consistency or they'll get the utmost up- from them. I mean, that comes from the head coach. If it's not the offensive coordinator making the decision, the head coach a, a, agrees with that or gave gave him the reins to make the decision. So there's too many questions like that that I think um, have the Steelers in this position here. Um, another team in Pennsylvania, and, and they're fighting back to get into the playoffs. They kind of had that um, slow low, but what do you think about the Eagles? And Nick Foles, this quandary they had, they're in with Nick Foles and, and Carson Wentz, and what do you think about the Eagles?
2: Will they be a legit contender to they sneak into the playoffs?
3: Boy, it's a good thing they kept Foles around this year, huh? because they, they had some good offers in the offseason after he won the Super Bowl. But, you know, it's good to have a good backup quarterback around, because you never know, in the NFL. And um, Yeah, I think their chances are pretty good, because uh, the Vikings have to play the Bears this weekend. And, um, you know, the Bears have a lot to play for, because if the Rams lose to the 49ers, which isn't likely, but if the Rams somehow lose to the boarding letters and the Bears win, the Bears get up to that number two seed, and they get a first-round bye, and the, and the Rams drop down to number three. So if the Vikings lose and the Eagles win, the Eagles are in the playoffs.
2: Well, the Rams might
0: The, the Rams, – you're right, there's a lot to play for. The Rams might rest their players, as, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're right about the Eagles. But they keep that that quarterback in the hand. Can they do it again for another year? Um do you guys think they can keep them under wraps for another season? Uh, if they somehow they win back-to-back Super Bowls, can they keep them on the squad again and refer all uh, refuse all these contract offers or uh, trade offers they're going to get?
3: Well, I think uh, I think the best they got offered was a second-round pick after the Super Bowl. I think for the Browns, but uh, I, I I think yeah they might be able to get a number one or maybe two number ones if he does this again and takes them on a good postseason run. He threw for four hundred and seventy one yards uh, last week I would there's think some- though that the Giants the Giants would be big time players for Foles if uh, if he's on the trade market.
0: I didn't consider the Giants, but I know there's a couple of teams in South Florida that can use the defenses. I'm yeah. not sure Um they they better they either one of those teams better be happy to give up a number one for him if that's all it took.
3: Yeah, it depends. You know, teams are don't like giving up number one picks, but if he does it again and shows how excellent he is in the postseason, I think they would have to. And this shows really how bad a coach Jeff Fisher was with the Rams. They had, yeah. Case, they had Case Keenum and he Nick and Both of them both of them stunk before they got out of there.
2: <laughs> yeah. He really weighted them down. But if you listen to Jeff Fisher, he'll tell he'll tell everybody or anyone who will listen, he left the house loaded when he left. <laughs> well, he did. Some well,
3: he did, but that's an indictment on him that he couldn't win with them.
2: <laughs> they could win exactly, He could win them with them. he now I was talking
0: about a coach who's winning with some talent here, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Um do, they, do you think they make the playoffs here? And if they are gonna beat a Hamstrung Titans team on Sunday, I would suspect. Um, if they don't, then it has to be a disappointment, wouldn't
3: you think? Well, uh Mariana looks like he's not gonna play. So right. uh so that would mean that um uh, Uh, What's the guy's name? The guy from Missouri will be the quarterback. I forget his name, but the backup quarterback um, is going to be playing. Playing Playing jabber over there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a 49ers fan. I remember him. So um, (laughs) not much chance of winning with him out there. So I think the Colts will get by. And, uh, you know, they could still win their division. If if Houston loses to Jacksonville this week, um, the Colts will win the division. Then Houston drops and they become a wild card team. So this is a huge game for both of them.
0: Yeah, I, I think the Colts have a better chance. What do you think about Andrew Luck and their chances of getting the playoffs, Mister Cleveland?
2: You know, I'm not a big fan uh, going into this game. I really think the Titans have a little bit of momentum on their side. Uh, they've been able to establish a running game once again with Derrick Henry. I don't know over the last couple of games, their defense is solid, and you know Andrew Luck has the propensity to turn the ball over. I, I'm just not really sold on whether they're going to be able to make the playoffs or not. Um, I wouldn't really consider it a disappointment, uh, given that going into the season with a new coach and uh, a player coming off of a, an entire year of not playing, probably didn't expect a whole lot from him. So the fact that, that he's got his team in a position to even be considered for making the playoffs is you know, somewhat of a minor miracle. But I think this is where really, it really ends on, on Sunday against the Titans.
3: Okay. Well, that's a that's a good point because Andrew Luck, especially in the playoffs, there was a lot of interceptions.
2: Well,
0: he'll have to get to the playoffs. And he has that Drew uh, Drew Brees disease from college. Drew Brees threw a lot of interceptions early in the game but then rally and get his team back. And uh, I see Andrew Luck is now doing that in the NFL um, as he did last week. Um, talking about a guy bringing his team back and giving them life, what about uh, Baker Mayfield and Cleveland Browns? Do you think um, – were you high on Baker Mayfield? Did you expect Baker Mayfield to have this much production coming into the season? What's your thoughts
3: on the Browns and Baker Mayfield, Mr. Smith? Well, Lamar Jackson was my favorite quarterback coming into this draft. I would have taken him first if I were the Browns. He was my favorite out of all five of these guys. But it looks like the Browns made the right choice here because Mayfield's been tremendous this year. He's but he'll probably be he'll probably win Rookie of the Year either him or Saquon Barkley. So he's been tremendous uh, with the Browns, and it's interesting. um, The old Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, who moved there 20 years ago, against the new Cleveland Browns. And, and and the new Browns can knock the old Browns out of the playoffs if they beat them this week. So that, that's going to be interesting to watch.
0: That's pretty ironic. Good. That's a good little piece of nuts there. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, I, I haven't been a fan of the Baltimore Ravens all season. Um, they, I know they're a solid team. They play good defense. What well, just wasn't super high on Flacco. Jackson comes in. He's played this run game for the last four or five weeks. Does this thing have legs? Can he carry this production into the playoffs and actually win a game?
3: Yeah, I think he can. Um, I I, I don't think this is uh, sustainable long-term, this type of offense. They're they're running that broken bone, they call it, kind of a broken wishbone. Right. And uh, it's just a matter of time before Jackson gets hurt. Uh, He can't take – he's running the ball more than their running backs here. So, I think for this year, they're going to try and go with this and go as far as they can. And then in the offseason, it's going to be 24-7. Working with him on his passing skills and reading defenses, and working with him around the clock, and hopefully he can be a, a really good passing quarterback next year. Because this, this this can't happen for him to have a long career to be to be running this much.
0: No, I wouldn't expect that myself either. Um, I, I, I'm not impressed with the passing so far. I thought he'd be a little bit better passer, a more productive passer, I should say, not necessarily a better passer, a more productive passer. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen his ability to read read the defense and check off to a second and third receiver. So yeah, like you say, twenty four seven is gonna be called for uh, in the off season. Uh, one final question for you, um uh Mr Sportscott. Does Pete Carroll lead the list of coach of the year candidates this season?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody thought the, the Seahawks would be over five hundred this year, and now he has them nine right? and six, and probably ten and six after they beat the Arizona Cardinals this weekend. So, yeah, I've, I think he's got to be right up there near the top.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I sure didn't. I would say him and um, Coach uh, what, Lynch and for the or Adam Lynch, excuse me, Lynch for the Chargers would be. A, yeah. a, it They, they kind of disappointed me with their loss to the Ravens this past week. But I think I'm really uh, inspired by Coach Carroll, and, the, and they have these young Seahawks team. Seahawks team running. Are they talking? Yeah, about
3: Matt that? Matt Matt Nagy from the Bears too is another one.
0: Yeah, that yeah you're right. That'd be another good call too. Are they talking about coach of the year for the Seahawks up there, Mister Uh
2: Most definitely up here in the two hundred six. Um, it's pretty much consensus. This is Pete Carroll's best coaching job uh, in the in the NFL with the Seahawks to this point. Obviously, uh, with back-to-back Super Bowls, that's hard to uh, that's hard to top. However, like like this was Scott was saying, the level of expectation was not very high. Um, replacing Pro Bowl player after Pro Bowl player after Pro Bowl player, it seems like uh, the the process is going to take at least two to three years. Um, they definitely accelerated that process, and the fact that they're in the playoffs um, this soon is. Uh, Definitely a surprise to everyone, and and, and definitely a uh, Pete's best coaching job. That's how we feel up here in the 206. Well, there you there you
0: have it. There you have it uh, from the from the 206 day for that feedback, Mr. Dave Smith. I want to thank you uh, for your time to join us again for another uh, fantastic week of the
2: week seven of the sports
0: of the fans. Thank you. Tell the people where they can find you, um, where they can hear you, and then find you on social media.
3: Well, this is uh, I'm at NBC Sports Radio right now. I'm on uh, Saturday and Sunday night, six to ten. But this this is my last week at NBC Sports Radio. They're pulling the plug on the network uh, oh. starting January starting January 1st. They're going be, to become basically just running updates. And I think they're keeping one show, so they're basically pulling the plug. But the good news is I got hired by SB Nation, which is uh, SB Nation Sports Radio, which is a nationally syndicated network, which is great. Things it'll be the same hour, six to ten, Saturday and Sunday, and then. 5 to 7 uh, Thursday specific time. So I'm switching from NBC Sports Radio to SB Nation starting uh, the 1st of January.
2: Wow, how about that? We get an update. We got to hop hot off the presses. Thanks for that. Yeah. Update. Um, and social
0: media, where can they find you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook?
3: Uh, at Dave Sports God uh, on Twitter. At Dave Sports God.
0: Okay. Thank you once again, Mr. Smith. Have a wonderful new year and we look, to, look forward to talking to you real soon in the new year, sir.
3: All right, gentlemen. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Have a great Thanks one. We want to talk about the L.A. News Observer um, paper. Give me great opportunity to um, share my insight and uh, with the fans and the people here in Southern California. Take a look at the L.A. News Observer website. O G N S C. They've uh, done a, a revamping of the website, so it looks pretty sleek and, and easy to follow along, easy to read. And you'll get some good articles and topical content on the website. L- LA News Observer, OGNSC.com. All right, you guys, so supremacy rankings um, for this for this week. Mine did, uh, mine didn't change much. The I didn't get your picks for this week, but um, mine didn't change much. I still have the Rams or, excuse me, I have the Saints, the Char, uh, the Saints, the Chargers actually did move because I had the KC back to number two, the Rams at number three, the Bears, the Mayors moved up. So, uh, with your top three teams, what do you have?
1: Uh, for sure. What I have, uh, in in the top 10 is, uh, the Rams. Don't know if that's really I do. Actually, I have the New Orleans Saints at number one. I have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers at three. Patriots at four. Bears at five. Rams coming at number six. Are oh, you get, yeah Right, uh, right, uh, right, right, right in front, of, right in front, right in front of the Texans. right in front of the Texans (laughs) the Seattle Seahawks come in at 8 the Ravens come in at 9 and the Tennessee Titans come in at 10 that's how the top 10 rounds out
0: I I just asked you for your top 3 and here you go embarrassing yourself you put the Los Angeles Rams at number 7 Cleveland
1: at number 6 I'll say it again the Saints the Chiefs the Chargers the Patriots and the Bears before the Rams, yes. All those teams before the Rams.
0: You have the Patriots ahead of the Bears. I mean, ahead of the Rams. Yes, I do. Oh, oh my goodness, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes, I do. Who, who did, you, did you? You had the Jaguars and the Steelers ahead of the Rams too. Who, you, who else do you have?
1: No, I did not have those two teams, but I did have the uh, aforementioned uh, five teams in front of them.
0: Cleveland, come on, man. Last week, the last week you didn't have the Patriots in your top ten. All of a sudden, they're number five ahead of the Rams.
1: Well, you know, I I looked them up and they went and uh won that uh golden ticket AFC East division for the tenth consecutive year in a row.
0: What did I have to do with this season? What did I have to do? So with- I had
1: to give them some props for doing that, for turning around and being potentially the number two seed in the AFC. You the Rams, speaking. the Rams have lost two of their last three games. Yes or no? The
0: Rams just went down and blew out, blew out with the the, the, the Cardinals. With the, the Cardinals, back. they went so out, the they, went out blew, they went out and blew, they went out out the Arizona Cardinals. Great in, game. I wasn't home. I wasn't home. I wasn't home when I missed a phone call for Sean McVay to tell me that we had a running back spot open last week. They 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 took CJ Anderson instead. He went and rushed for 130 yards. So, okay,
1: so they so 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 they lost to the Bears, one of the teams I have in front of them. They lost to the Chiefs.
0: No, they beat the Chiefs. Fifty-four to.
1: 50. They, they excuse me. They barely they barely beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs by a field goal. <laughs> the they beat the Chiefs. They they talking? lost to the, they lost to the Saints. George,
0: you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Correct. You ought to be ashamed correct. Of yeah, they lost to the Saints. Yes.
1: Okay. So you're like I just put a bunch of scrubs in front of them.
0: You put the New England Patriots in front of them. You did put a bunch of scrubs in front of them. You put the Patriots and the Chargers who just lost to the Ravens in front of the Rams. Clean on your Oscar rocker. But, and, in the fact, the, the Rams beat the, the beat the Chargers earlier this season. So you want to use the head-to-head matchup, your, your, your list is flawed. We're gonna that move was on. game
1: That was game three of the season. That was a long yeah. time
0: ago. Is that part of their 12-3 and record or no?
1: It's part of the record, but I mean, oh. let's put things in perspective oh. a tad bit.
0: Okay, I do. I it was that. I mean, they the- they
1: also beat the Raiders and the Cardinals the first couple of games this season. I mean, you know, so what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are sitting here disrespecting the Rams. <laughs> That's that is NF- NFC West hate right there. That's exactly what that is. Be it's, it's you need to wipe that off your mouth, man. It's drooling. I can hear the drool hitting the table right now.
1: It, it, it's not. It's not that i I've, I've just seen what. You
0: know, yeah, exactly. Jared
1: Goff is unable to do when times get tough. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, okay. I've seen how they're how they've responded without, you know, my cup runneth over, you know, Cooper Cup on the field. It's just been a different team.
0: Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you next when they're in the playoffs and and they have an interesting uh, matchup that'll be ahead. This week we have the Dolphins. Um, you're picking the Dolphins again. I have Buffalo. I'm not – no, zero confidence in Ryan Tannehill. Zero confidence in Adam Gase. Um, I'm looking for a blowout to end this regime here. I have the Chargers, uh, Cardinals and the Seahawks. I, we both have the Seahawks winning this game. We both have Green Bay over the Lions, the Patriots over the Jets, New Orleans over the Panthers. I have Dallas over the Giants. Um, you have Giants, Giants staying at home defending their territory. Is that what you got?
1: I have the Cowboys resting with the uh, division most likely in hand and uh, you know, not a lot to play for, so.
0: Okay. Um, then we both agree on Atlanta over the Buccaneers, Houston over Jaguars, Chargers over the Broncos, KC over the Raiders, Rams over the Niners, Char- uh, Bears over the Vikings, which would be a pretty interesting game. Kind of tempted to take the Vikings at home, um, trying to get um, stay alive for their playoff uh, life, playing for their playoff lives, I should say. But I think the Bears overcome them, and uh, they're too much on defense. Uh, Khalil Mack is going to be too much of impact on that on that game is the way I see that going. We both uh, agree on Pittsburgh over over the Bengals and Philly over the Skins, the the Skins team, the Baltimore Ravens over the Browns. Are you taking the Cleveland Browns in that game? upset
1: alert upset alert your your, your guy Baker Mayfield going to show what he's made of uh that chubby guy running the ball you know that that backup quarterback aka Jarvis Landry yeah they're going to go in there and uh and beat the ravens uh,
0: you know I'm not I'm not I'm just not high in the ravens so I could see that happening, but uh, I'm gonna pick baltimore uh, believing that this, uh, they're going to show their playoff um some of their playoff worth right here and the, Colts and, the t- and the Colts and the Tennessee Titans, I have the Colts winning this game, going to the playoffs, and you have them with Blaine Gabbard as their quarterback winning this game over a playoff-bound t- uh, Colts. Huh?
1: Well, unfortunately, uh, this is where the, uh, you know, the, the miracle season comes to an end. Um, you know, Andrew Luck, best of, you know, best of luck to him, you know, this offseason rehabbing and getting stronger and better. Um, good to see him out on the field for a full season, um, you know, kind of doing his thing and kind of, you know, that muscle memory getting it back. That's that like uh, this is this compliment. is this is where the fairy tale ends, though.
0: So. That's not that like a backhanded compliment. So you're hating on. Not only are you hating on the hottest quarterback in the in the game right now, Andrew Luck. You're hating on the third best team in the we the second best team in the NFL behind the Saints and the Los Angeles Rams. Cleveland, two thousand. Eighteen hasn't been a good year for you, big guy. It has not been a good year for you. Um, what are you looking for? What games are you looking forward to seeing this week?
1: Oh, most definitely, w- w- without question, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, Browns Ravens game that everyone thinks that I'm crazy for picking the uh, the Cleveland Browns um, just just to see uh, the look on Jim, you know. John Harbaugh's face when he, he realizes that it was a rookie quarterback that upended him, uh, you know, it will be priceless. So that's probably the, the number one game that I'm, that I'm looking at this weekend. Um, the other game that I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat curious in is to see if the uh, Chicago bears can, you know, make it a, a run for that uh, number two seed by uh, beating the Vikings on the
0: road. Yeah, that'll be a pretty interesting game. To get. That's what you called, to, called out, two of the games I have. Uh, the Colts, you didn't mention the Colts. Well, the Colts and the Titans will be another fantastic game to watch uh, as the Colts are playing for their playoffs lives. So those would be some good games to watch there. Fantasy football team, man, how did you do this year? Um, I'm end up paying as a commissioner in one league and the expenses of being a, another league. I'm paying $700 and I'm not happy about fantasy football right now at this moment. Uh, You know, one of my
1: leagues was just a horrendous year. We're just not going to talk about that. Move on. Uh, And the other league, you know, I was, I was right in there in the uh, playoffs until, uh, you know, my number one starting quarterback through four interceptions on the road in the cold uh, in Chicago, not going to name any names. Uh, And that other uh, hall of fame coach, up uh in the northeast didn't use his running back to his fullest potential. I'm not gonna name any names about that one either. So, you know, we ended up in fourth place, a little, little bitter, but uh, you know, these things happen, keep moving the rolling.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be just as excited next week to throw in their money for this uh for another season of fantasy football. Mr. Cleveland, I want to thank you uh for your family it, uh thank you and your family for the time you spent on this show all season long. Also, want to thank thank Dave, the sports God Smith, for joining us for another as another guest host to the show, um, Mr. Cleveland. Happy New Year's to you and your family, man. Thank you for your time and thank you for everything.
1: Much appreciated, bro. Glad to be on the show. Uh,
0: talk to us about euphoria the brand and you guys got some new stuff coming out i seen on instagram ig you guys got some new gear coming out
1: Talk- uh we, we yeah we definitely do uh definitely trying to represent ourselves as a cut above the rest um you know premium quality clothing line so uh this christmas season we're going to come out with some new things very excited about it and hopefully everybody uh has a chance to take an opportunity to take a look and you know let us know what they think
0: well that sounds good and where can they find Euphoria the brand
1: it is www.euphoria u-p-h-o-r-i-a
0: com. sounds good I'll keep my eye out for my package too (laughs) it's on the way my friend Hey, what's up? What's good in sports? It's Daniel Cormier. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to our show. Please enjoy the holiday season responsibly. Please also be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. And thank you for making our voice your choice. Enjoy your holidays.